0: Joined today on the podcast by my new friend, Christy Baranowskis. First of all, it's really nice to have someone else with a complicated last name on, but I, aside from that, really felt through this entire conversation that Christy was telling my story. She talks about how, from as early as she can remember, she's always struggled with food and food being the center of family gatherings, but then over time, Food becoming more of a, a comfort and a crutch to turn to when you're bored or feeling sad or just out of sorts. And we know that when that happens, it goes from healthy, wonderful, delicious food that blesses and nourishes your body to this void of empty calories She goes through her entire life and talks about how this was a cycle until she had this aha moment on her 30th birthday when she just realized that she didn't want to feel like that anymore and something had to change. So she did what we all do. She turned to the internet. And now nutrition has become such a big part of her life that it's her business. And she is super passionate about helping other moms solve similar problems in their own lives. So if you're a busy mom or you've struggled with food, this is the episode for you to listen to. You're listening to the Beyond Leadership podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Mae Chipchinski. It is my purpose in life to use the lessons I've learned from more than a decade of leadership experience in everything from business to politics to nonprofit and the military to help you become the leader you've always dreamed of having. Whether you lead a network marketing team, a Bible study, a global brand, or a family of four, every week I'm going to walk you through tangible ways to grow your influence and make your vision a reality. So if you're ready to drop the burnout and bullshit strategy you've been fed and design your own aligned leadership style, you're in the right place. Let's go. Christy, thank you so much for coming on today. I know I need you in my life and there are so many other busy moms who are going to benefit so much from the conversation that we are about to have about food. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about you and how you got started on this clean eating journey?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, first of all, thank you for having me on. Um, it is, this is my passion. So I will, um, yeah, I'll share lots of good stuff with you. Um, so my journey started really, I guess like anybody else's journey kind of with their own personal experiences and, um, you know, what happened to them kind of growing up and you have that aha moment where you're like, Oh crap, something has to change because I'm just not feeling, um, you know, the way that I want to feel. So growing up food was a really big part of our family, our lives. It still is today. Um, but growing up, I was using food as a comfort and I didn't I didn't know, like I didn't have that real balance, and um, so, and I wasn't really given those skills, um, you know, to to learn that on my own. So I did every yo-yo diet, I did every like starvation, um, you know, the rice diet where all I had was rice, like just every everything, everything. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> well, I mean, I think maybe it's a Christie thing. I don't know, but. <laughs> Um, it doesn't help that I, I love rice. So I was like, well, maybe if I just eat rice, you know? Um, so like I've, I've kind of done all of the things. And when I was 30, um, I was a single mom and just, I, I looked at a picture. I remember looking at a picture. I was visiting my brother and I was very overweight. I was like 70 pounds Heavier than I would have liked to be. And, you know, it was that moment where I was like, okay, something has to change. I want to be better for myself. I also want to be better for my daughter. Um, you know, just really just being a model for her. And I didn't feel good. I think that was the other thing too, was like when you don't feel good in your skin and you just don't like have the energy. And um, so I really then started my journey on okay, so what does this mean for me and how do I create something um, that I, you know, that I can do. And so that brought me kind of through other experimentations. I started with the South beach diet because that was very, um, something, a plan for me. I'm good with a plan. So when you give me a plan and tell me to do it, I can map it out. Um, Mm -hmm. and then I learned things through that, like learning how to make choices, learning what foods to have together. Um, you know, learning what foods were high in sugar. So, um, and that also kind of brought me through where living as a single mom, working full time, having to budget really, really well to be able to eat healthy and also to feed my daughter, um, and create meal plans that fit our lifestyle. So I learned a lot through that time as well. Um, and then what has kind of transpired is, Uh, My clean, my clean eating piece of it, where I really focus on whole foods, nutrient dense foods, um, and just really fruits and vegetables as a majority, and then kind of adding in with that as well.
0: Can I ask, how old was your daughter when you had this
1: realization? So she was about four.
0: Okay. And the reason I ask is cuz I want to kind of drive home the point that this wasn't like a postpartum like still haven't dropped the baby weight like I need to get my pre-baby body back thing. Right. This was an an enduring lifestyle change that you decided needed to happen. Right.
1: Yeah. And actually it's so interesting that you say that because I really didn't have with my oldest, I didn't have any postpartum. Um, what I, what I didn't do. So kind of leading up to this was my, I was young. I was like 24 when I was pregnant with her. Right. So, um, I just felt like I could eat for two. And that was my excuse, right, because I loved food anyway. And so I didn't really ever get down to my pre-baby weight. And then when my marriage and, you know, everything with her father kind of dissolved, I turned to food to fill me up. So that then became my source of comfort because I was like, oh, well, you know, this makes me feel good for that moment. And so that's that's kind of how um that came into it as well where I was like, okay, so food is a comfort to me. It's not you know providing me anything else but just filling that empty hole. Um and so yeah, that's that's kind of how that happened.
0: Yeah, and I think that's important. We all have these vices or comforts, whether it's food or you know, hashtag wine night or whatever it is that we as as moms and busy women go to. You yep. know, and oftentimes it's it's not the healthiest thing. But you are going to tell me, right, that <laughs> you can make it healthy.
1: <laughs> I absolutely can.
0: Yes. Yes. If I'm being completely honest, Mm -hmm. I am not at the weight that I want to be at right now either. Right. And I recently became a Sunday night through Friday single mom. My husband moved away. So it's me and the Oliver, the Oliver, me and Oliver and working a full-time job and running the business and doing all the things. How in the world can I feed him and have time for all the stuff and have time for me? Like, is there a way to make mealtime both easy and healthy?
1: Yeah. And I, you know, I, I love that because I think a lot of the women that I work with, it is a choice, right? They decide either it is easy or it's healthy. It's never kind of both and marrying both of those um you know, together. So I think one of the really, really important things and, and that I have learned, and I still, I still go back to this in my moments is that, um, you're so choosing healthy choices for both you and for Oliver, um, right. That's actually self-care. Um, it's not like a fancy day at the spa. It's not like this grandiose kind of a, you know, massage day or anything like that, but If you can almost in your mind realize that, you know what, I am doing something for me and for my family when I do this, right there, your mindset changes to self-care, right? And it's a more welcoming piece of it. Um, and then one of the other things too, is in order to keep everything very easy and simple, we have to step back. Cause you just said all the things, right? You're doing all the things you're working, you're a single mom from Sunday to Friday. So one of the things that we as women do is we think that we need to do all the things. And so we push, 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 and we just do one more thing. Let me do one more thing because I can do it. And what happens is we push ourselves too far and then we get frustrated with it. And so if in our day, if making a meal is one of all of the things what we've pushed ourselves too far, we kind of throw up our hands and then we say, well, forget it then because I don't have time to do it. So I'm not even going to try. and not going to do it. I'm just going to order a pizza tonight. Mm-hmm. right? Where if we can take a look, so I like how you used Sunday through Friday. So I plan typically on Sundays. And when I say plan, I will take out my planner for the week. Um, my I'm a big paper planner person. I, I like to see it on paper. Everybody has a certain color, you know, I'm purple. Yep. My, my daughter's pink, the whole thing. Um, but What I do is I look at my schedule for the week. So if I know that I'm working, you know, three days, eight hours on those nights when I come home, those are not going to be nights that I'm trying a brand new recipe that I pinned from Pinterest that sounds amazing. And I really want to try it because I'm exhausted and I'm tired. And, you know, my kid is going to be like hanging at my, hanging at my legs. So we have to take a look at what our schedule is like, because we're the experts of our family. We know what, you know, how far we can push ourselves, how far we can push our family. And so by just even taking a look at the week and knowing what days um, I can make a meal or what days I need to stop at the grocery store and get a rotisserie chicken and a bag of frozen broccoli, still that's feeding your family healthy, but you are doing it in less time and you're taking advantage of, you know, already made food. Um, And then your other night, Let's say that's open. That's where you can do a, a brand new recipe, right?
0: I love that. And you had posted a reel to Instagram, yes, a little while ago, and it talked about the the myths to eating healthy. And one of them, right, was that it has to be homemade, mm-hmm. and. that is something that I, for better or worse, have subscribed to because I love cooking and I love to make things. Right. And what, what were some of the other myths that you just kind of debunked that it had to be homemade and that it has to, or you have to meal prep?
1: Yes. Yep. I'm actually going to pull it up. So yeah. So meal prepping and, um, you have to meal prep. It has to be cooked from scratch. And, um, let me see, what was the other one? Uh, you don't have to prep all your meals to eat healthy. And you don't even Oh, I know what it was. You don't even have to enjoy cooking. That's what it was. Mm. Because a lot of people think that well, I don't like cooking. I don't like being in the kitchen. So you know, it's, it's just kind of that, um, you know, that mentality where I think too, it's fun for me, like if you If you see any of my videos, like I I have a Facebook group and I get excited when I can do lives and I can show them demonstrations like cooking demonstrations because food Mm -hmm. makes me happy um, in a different way now because I know that it is filling my body with what it needs to as opposed to comforting me and, you know, getting me through those times. So when you start to really take in some simple ideas like looking for your week and planning for it so that you're not stressing yourself out to the max you actually will start to find that you do enjoy being in the kitchen more because you're able to manage you know those feelings and you can approach it differently so a lot of the women that I work with actually they don't like to be in the kitchen it's it's a chore it's a it's you know a dread to them because also too. When you don't know how to make certain foods or vegetables, let's say you're you're told to eat vegetables all day, right? Eat the vegetables, eat your vegetables, eat the rainbow, all of those things. But how many times do we go to a grocery store and we walk by, and you're like, "I would love to make an eggplant, but I don't know even know how to cook it." So you walk by and you pick the cucumbers because you know what to do with cucumbers, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so what I like to do is I like to take that away too and explore and give new ideas with the foods that you're eating, because there are so many different options out there, but simple ones as well that you can use as you're, you know, as you prepping um, with that, but you don't have to be a meal prepper. You do not absolutely have to be a meal prepper to eat healthy <laughs> planner, a planning helps, but meal prepper it. it and they are two different things too.
0: Right. Cause I've tried meal prepping before and I get so freaking exhausted <laughs> of eating the same thing yeah. day after day, after day, after first five to seven days in a row. And I'm like, if I have to eat one more tub of chicken and brown rice and broccoli, isn't
1: it the worst? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Cause there's only so many different spices you can put on it.
1: Exactly. Yes. And You know, I think that's also one of the things too. So when you are choosing to make healthy choices, you don't want to eat different than your family, right? Like Mm -hmm. part of the idea to sitting down at mealtime, whether it be with all three of you when all three of you are home or it's just you and, um, you know, Oliver, you want it to be something that they're because you're modeling to your children. That was one thing that I learned with if I want her to eat certain foods, then I have to show her how to eat them. So if it's constantly a separate mommy meal and a separate family meal, then what are we teaching them? We're teaching them that, you know, mommies eat differently. Right. And we want we want them to understand that. I mean, unless it's a dietary thing or, you know, a gluten thing or, you know, no meat or something like that, that the whole family can eat healthy and they can eat together, um, which is really important as well. When you're creating that atmosphere with your children, with your family, you want the eating and the, you know, just the experience of food to be one that you all can enjoy.
0: Yeah, from day one of Oliver eating solid foods, I was adamant that he would eat the same things that we ate. You know, sometimes I add some more red pepper flakes to mine. And sometimes, right. you know, when he was really little, you had to separate out or make it really tiny. But now he will, he actually cooks with me. And, <laughs> and I've found I that. that even at two and a half years old, yes. Like I got him one of those plastic knives. He can chop the cucumbers and no, they are not good knife cuts. We would get kicked off of every cooking show on the Food Network, but it's adorable. And if he's helping me prep it, he is more likely to eat it.
1: Well, so, you know, just a little note with that too is not only so, what you're doing is you're giving him control, right? Kids like control. Mm-hmm. So, when they throw temper tantrums, one of the reasons why they throw temper tantrums is because they feel out of control. So, he's helping mommy. He's going to be proud. He's going to be confident. He's going to have all of these feelings. And one of the things that I don't, Think that we realize, you know, when we're trying to do all the things all the time, when we are teaching our children at a young age to help us in the kitchen, what that actually does is it takes the pressure off of us to do all of those things because now we can start to delegate to, you know, our children and say, hey, you know what, you want to chop these up for mommy while I do this? And then it, you know, yes it's not perfect and the cuts won't ever be perfect, but that's not the goal. What is your goal? If your goal is for perfect cuts, then that's a different thing. But if your goal is to experience and involve and less stress, then you've accomplished that with giving him his own knives and allowing him to help you. I think that's amazing.
0: Yeah. I think he is the only two year old in the world that for his third birthday, he actually asked for a food processor. Oh my (laughs) God. I love it. (laughs) I was like, uh, I draw the line. <laughs> he has his own little kitchen. He stole my tea kettle. He has all of my old utensils. <laughs> like he has his own instant pot that like pops smoke. It's the Good cutest job. thing. And he went from that to being like, "Mommy, I'm big now. I help. I help mommy. Right. So now we cook real food too." Yes, and that's like, no. But I, I draw the line at food processor.
1: Yeah, I mean that might be a little. <laughs> <laughs> But the fact that he knows what that is, right, that's, you know, that's another thing, too, because how many times do our kids grow up, they're 16, they're 17, go off to college, and now they have to boil the water for the macro, like for the craft dinner, and they don't know how to do that, because we haven't right. taught them the skills. So in doing these little things, yes, it takes time, but we also, too, are teaching them these important skills that they need. We're also lessening the stress for us and just, you know, involving the family um, is, it's a huge piece. It's huge. I think that's amazing.
0: Awesome. Yeah. You have these busy woman meal plans. Yes. Right. And I guess first, are they kid friendly? Are they kid prep friendly? And what like what's
1: the what's behind these yeah absolutely so i have a i have a monthly membership it's called 5 days of easy because it literally is five days of easy. So the premise behind it, when I first um, developed it was that I really just wanted to help moms, um, instead of spending hours trying to find the recipes, because we all get stuck in that rut of making the same thing, right? We have the mm-hmm. taco night, we have the, um, you know, whatever we have the fajita night, the chili night, but we will always want something new, but the time to do that, we don't necessarily have, so we can go down rabbit holes mm-hmm. and, you know, spend the whole thing. So, So, um, I developed this, um, it's started out as a meal plan. And then I realized it's not necessarily a meal plan. It's more recipes. So every week, um, it's brand new recipes coming to your inbox. They are all family friendly. Um, and what I do is I incorporate the clean eating piece of it, um, and fruits and vegetables. Um, I incorporate it. it. It's not, there's, It's not like a gluten-free or dairy-free, but it is just, it's very generic. You can make different protein adjustments if you need to. Um, And it is five dinners because I find that's kind of where we get stuck in the rut. Um, So it is five different dinners. It is three different lunches and two different breakfasts. And Mm -hmm. then along with that is also a complete grocery list. So that oh, yeah. yes. So if you only need to get like two red peppers, that's what's gonna be on the list. You don't have to ever go into it wondering what it is. Um, I will literally list one banana, two oranges, like I will list everything. So it's very budget friendly. Um, it also is very time friendly because you can go into the store just with your list exactly and purchase everything mm-hmm. uh you know that you need. And I do have a Facebook group that goes with it. So what I what I like to do is I will go live on Fridays, and I will walk you through um, any tips, any strategies that would help you prep over the weekend so that you can be ready on Monday. Um, you know, I have some of the members who like to kind of do everything. I have some who have really struggle with breakfast, and that is their their struggle area. So they will. They will do more of the breakfast piece of it, and then the others as the week go on. But it's really designed so that you're not bored, um, that you have new new recipes coming in, and you have a nice repertoire because every week you get brand new recipes.
0: Nice. I am going to be heading over and signing up because I need that. Because right now, right, we have Sunday night is pizza and milkshakes.
1: Oh, that's one. And.
0: and- one night a week we have tacos, and one night a week we have breakfast for dinner, and Wednesday night is always leftovers because the trash goes out on Thursday mornings. <laughs> so, like, no. you know, we we are in this rut. Yeah. And as much as I want to model healthy behaviors, like, I said, it, it gets hard. And I don't want to be the mom that always defaults to chicken
1: nuggets and mac and cheese.
0: Right. And yeah,
1: I mean, there's, there's just so many things, you know, so many things with that, but, um, yes, it's, it's definitely something, something new and, um, every week it's just, it's, it's fun for me to make because I just, I, I love to, um, you know, to have the recipes, but I think it's even fun for me to see my members who are making it and the joy that it brings them. I actually had a mom who said she thought she was picky. Um, but she realized she wasn't picky. She just didn't have the right recipes and didn't know how to make everything. So she's not as picky as she thought she was. And now that she's started with the new recipes and being guided with it, it's much more helpful for her and she's trying new foods and experimenting. So that was a huge, that's a huge win too.
0: That's awesome. And so, right, this is a leadership podcast. And one of the other things that, you know, we've talked about making healthy decisions for our family, but, when we think leadership, so often we think about leadership in the business space yeah. or leadership in whatever it is that you do for quote unquote work, but we don't often think of leadership at home yeah. or within ourselves in our own health. So I guess in a, in a nutshell, can you wrap up how
1: eating healthy
0: helps you be a better leader?
1: Oh my gosh, Yes. <laughs> I mean, so many, um, you know, so many different ways. Because when we, I guess, really, it, it boils down to when you feel good, um, whether whether you have ten pounds to lose or not. When you are writing, eating the feel, eating the right foods, and you feel good, you are going to be able to do more. Which means you will have more energy. Um, you know, not only for your business but also for the kids and to plan and to, you know, try new things. It's when we um, get stuck in that rut that we're like, eh, all right. And we just, we, there's no motivation and we don't really care. And so we kind of find our life is stagnant and very, very basic and when we can get out of that and then we realize that you know what the food that i'm eating actually has a positive effect not only on me but we carry that vibe through our home through our business especially if we are managers and leaders in our in our place of business too right like our employees we want them to follow us and when they don't have that same energy or that you know they're they're not inspired Um, you know, a lot of times we can look within ourselves. So um, food definitely brings that in. And once you start to be very purposeful, I like to use that word, be purposeful Mm -hmm. with your food and know that, um, you know what, a bagel with cream cheese in the morning isn't as you know, it's it's going to make me crash. Whereas if I had a nutrient dense smoothie that I could put both fruits and vegetables in, it will carry me through the morning and I'll have the energy that I need through the day. Um, we have to make that shift ourselves so that we can, we can do what we have to do.
0: Perfect. So a lot of times when we talk about simple action steps for clean eating, healthy eating, you know, some people will say, oh, just cut out dairy, just cut out gluten, just cut out And I hope that you're going to tell me that that's all BS. (laughs) What would, what would you say? Like if somebody wants to take a quick action step today, this week, aside from joining the membership, what
1: can they do? Yes. um, So, I mean, two things you can do real quick. You can up your water intake. That's a hundred percent. Up your water intake. Yep, absolutely. And add more vegetables. That is a like hands down, no matter what, you can always add more vegetables to your plate. And I encourage you to do breakfast, lunch, and dinner with vegetables because we don't get enough. We're actually supposed to get nine to 13 servings a day. And a serving is actually a fistful. So we don't, and there's many times that I don't even, and this is my job, right? Um, So one of the very simple things, and as a family, right? You can also say, what is one new vegetable that we want to try this week and decide on that vegetable as a family, you know, decide if you know how you're going to make it. And then you can add that onto your list of foods that you know how to make so that you're not scared of it. Um, And add that into your into your schedule. I always say for the summertime, if you were to pick one new vegetable a week, that's 12 different vegetables that you would never have tried. And then you can decide if you like them and add them, you know, add them in for the rest of your meals.
0: That's awesome. As an effort to eat more vegetables this summer, and ever since we moved back to Wisconsin, we've subscribed to a local farm share box.
1: Oh, I love those.
0: And we, Oliver comes with me to pick up our vegetables and we lay everything out and we go over what it is. And I will be perfectly honest. There have been a couple of weeks where I go, ah, uh, let is. me Google that. And, <laughs> and it's funny because I saw, I think you had a video of you like cutting the spines off of collards or something.
1: Collard like, I know what that is. We got those <laughs> in our box, but I still have no idea how to cook that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because Again, those are, you know, we look at those things and we're like, okay, well, I don't know how to make it. So we just kind of bypass it where sometimes those things are the things that our bodies need and mm-hmm. getting out of that rut and trying new things also too. our bodies will react in different ways. And sometimes if there is any extra weight or inflammation or bloating or anything like that, trying new different foods will allow our body to process things differently and release those things that we're holding on to
0: do you have a favorite vegetable? Oh my gosh. Or Um, a most
1: commonly eaten vegetable in your household? So I am, um, I think cauliflower actually, Hmm. um, because you can do so many things with it, but like roasted cauliflower is for me, I could eat a ton of roasted cauliflower. I could put hummus on it, a dip on it. Like, and I even put cauliflowers in my smoothies too. Hmm. raw cauliflower so yes (laughs) brave woman (laughs) (laughs) but you don't taste it so see that's the thing where when you can start out with some mild vegetables like cauliflower and zucchini in your smoothies um Mm -hmm. as opposed to like kale kale can be very strong um you, you know, the mild ones. And then what you're doing is you're actually getting another serving of vegetable or half a serving of vegetable in the morning when you start starting your day off really well. Um, and if you go in and into it with an open mind the first couple times, probably, yeah, you'll be like, eh, I don't know about this, but once you start to do it, it's okay. You'll be fine. I, I'm not dead. I'm, I'm here. <laughs> I'm alive.
0: Perfect. Well, Christy, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. I cannot wait to check out all your recipes. And again, go follow Christy on Instagram. Is Instagram where you hang out most of the
1: time? Instagram is, it's clean eating with Christy. Um, and it's two Ks, clean with a K and Christy with a K, um, keeping it simple. And um, and then I have my membership, which is on my website, which is the same thing, cleaning in with Christy.com, So.
0: All right. Perfect. Yeah.
1: Thanks again. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was fun.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the beyond leadership podcast. I sincerely hope that you got something out of today that you are going to be able to take and use on your journey to wherever it is you're going. If you liked what you heard today, be sure to subscribe and share your takeaways on social media. Don't forget to tag me at Sarah may ski on Instagram while you're waiting for the next episode please check out our exclusive beyond leadership community over on Facebook to connect with more like-minded and like-hearted individuals dedicated to learning, leading, and encouraging right alongside you every day. Until next time, let's go.